art's been so intertwined with my faith. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. art's like an important, like consuming good art is like an important practice that I've put into my faith of like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we should stop. <laughs> I, I think I really episode. will like this when I hear it later. <laughs> <laughs> Struggling to fault you right now. I just think that yeah, it's actually like a, like a good liturgical like meditation. Yes, like, yes, yes. Like yes. watching a, a film is yeah. like yeah, like reading my Bible. Like yeah. it, it's on the same. Oh yeah, yes. Oh no, yeah. All this is a hundred percent. It's true. on par. Yes, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And I, I, I believe the Bible is really significant and sacred and important, but I, 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 I also believe you're the movies Gnostic, are sacred. are you? Just to clarify that while you're <laughs> clarifying the Bible. Physical things, guys, yeah. are really good. Yeah, and, and you're not stoic and stuff. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. perfect. Good, just to make sure. Um, yes. Welcome to Closet Conversations. Um, my name is Josh. My name is Luke. This is a podcast where we um, talk talk about. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's gonna be insane. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be bad. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about art and wine faith and everything in between <laughs> and canned, refrigerated <laughs> red wine. Uh. It tastes horrible. Yeah. Um, the cheese and crackers are good, though. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, this episode is a little different. Okay. We do just, you have something you want to bring up? First? I have something I'm I want to bring up. I'm doing my cutoff thing. No, I'll, I'll do it first. Okay, okay, go ahead. Before we get started, I want you to bring something up. Oh, boy. So, so scary and intimidating. One of the, um, one of the uh, practices... Like copyright claimed on the MASH theme? Or? No, no, no. <laughs> I wish. That would be exciting. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. yeah one can. of the practices in uh, the Christian faith is confession. Yeah. And so I think that it would be appropriate that you openly confess... Is confession the same as testimony? I was wondering this. Like, I was even going to look up oh, some connection between the two, but anyway, sorry, continue. Um, maybe that maybe it's appropriate. Then. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we will be talking about our testimonies later. <laughs> 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 so I think it'd be appropriate because this is a Christian podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, you confess to me and to our listeners and to God. Okay. Oh, about Dunkirk. Dunkirk is oh, a good movie. Yeah, Dunkirk's great. Yeah. It's and insane. I think you should say you're sorry. Yeah, yeah. You want me to say I'm sorry? And I was like, maybe I'm bad at saying I'm sorry because I meant to and didn't. But then <laughs> right. I was like, I'm s- sorry. Say <laughs> <laughs> sorry, you just feel silly. Yes! <laughs> so happy. I'm so happy that you like it. It was good. Yeah. It was really I'm th- good. I'm like, I'm not even happy. I'm like thankful. I'm like yeah. grateful to God. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, um, if we could be real loud. Um, it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was just like a good, good movie. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Kept you on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Kansas face, as I was saying before. Yeah. His face acting was, like, bringing me to tears. Yeah. Christopher Nolan's directing skills. He, just, he didn't put any dialogue in there, so he pulled it off. And yeah, he okay. cut that crap. He finally realized, yeah, I need tight. to cut my movies. It's tight. It's his tightest movie. Yeah, it's insane. I think it's his best movie. His, like, not... The best movie he's made, <laughs> but I think true. it is his best. Interstellar is a very tight movie. No, it is the opposite <laughs> of tight. That's like an insane <laughs> opinion on Interstellar. 
I'm just very. I'm glad. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that now that that's out of the way. Okay. I was just trying to amp it up to make you nervous. You, well, and you, you I discovered what I was saying. a little bit, yeah. but I should have. Yeah. So we wanted to. This is maybe inspired sort of from the Liturgist podcast. Is it? I think so. That's kind of where I got the this? idea. Oh, I th- oh, did you get? Did you came up with this? I didn't know which one of us it was. I think it was me. Yeah, it was you. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, the Liturgist is a good podcast. Oh, I okay. think. Yeah. Oh well, now I don't want to do it if we're stealing. We're not stealing, but yeah. they just did no. an episode where they kind talked about their stories because they wouldn't have too. Like their podcast never. I've listened to a couple of them because of you and Jeff, and right. like it never goes the way that like they're like we're gonna talk about the topic and i feel like they never flesh things out yeah yeah so. similar to every i feel like every podcast yeah probably probably there's two yeah. i guess <sighs> i don't think we do i don't like talking about it as like our podcast <laughs> <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's stupid anyway sorry so yeah yeah okay okay sorry the podcast i'm your derailing idea. this yeah. <laughs> no. i love the podcast yeah okay good. our podcast yeah it's uh it's good time um <laughs> Ugh, why am I saying things like that? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I they did an episode because both of them were atheists. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they kind of went through and, that, and then process. they came back to to God. Yeah, to believe in God. Yeah, yeah. And so they talk about they called it Lost and Found. So they shared kind of their story. And so I thought it would be interesting for us to kind of share a bit of our story. Okay. On the podcast, just so people get an understanding of like, yeah. <laughs> Of, like, where we're at. And, like, we've... Bits and pieces have been said throughout, but I think it would be good to share a bit of, like, our context and, like... Okay. I don't know, our encounter with the divine and... Okay, um, yeah. Is this the direction we're going? I guess. That's good. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not mad. I just... It, so, we've done zero prep for this one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Both of us. the least, yeah. So, uh, yeah. bear with us, but... Um, yeah. yeah. I guess to start, would you... Like, when was the first time that you realized that you were, like... A conscious person, a conscious being. I mean, I have all these flashes of memories that I can date to being like two and three years old, sort of thing. That's disgusting. Sorry, that's sort of distracting me. Just have a bunch of no, it's fine. Uh, a bunch of conscious memories I can date to being like two or three years old, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like just a little, like I'm like, oh, so that like, when I was two, sort of thing. I don't know, like knocking down a snowman and crying. I remember doing this. One oh point. well, it's very Calvin and Hobbes. And like, you. yeah, it's kind of. Um, it's not too jazzed about you <laughs> recognizing that. Um, anyways, these sorts of memories. I can't mm. think of a bunch of them right now. I've had, I, I, I had a few recently where I was like, oh, man, that was like, that's probably, that was like two probably. Mm. But I'm trying to think when I start like, it's like four or five when I start really thinking about like getting like big chunks of like, not even like specific memories, but just like m- memories in the sense of more like feeling into like, oh, I can think of like my more like yeah, like longer experiences. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a like good way to describe what I'm saying, but something like this. Hmm. Nightmares, you know, that's right. kind of like the... That's the so you're saying you had nightmares Begins and ends with nightmares. Um, No, earlier than that. Like four and five probably kind of thing. When I remember them... And like, then when you were six, you were sitting in the playground wondering like... Yeah, I mean, I was probably five actually because I was thinking it was in kindergarten, so... But maybe I was six, five or six. Yeah, that's... Yeah, no, I was... Yeah. I was referencing earlier this nightmare. Yeah. You were wondering on the playground what? If, any, if there's anyone else that goes through this or something? Well, I was, you know, I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, I have to go to sleep again. Right. Like, I had friends and stuff. Which that was one period of my life where I had friends in elementary school. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like thinking to myself, like, oh, man, like, I have to go to sleep after, like, that nightmare session. That's the thing is, like, I want, like, do you find it going to sleep now is harder or easier than when you're a kid? Hard. 
easier in terms of like, it's not like, oh, what like fun am I going to miss out on? Because I was like, you know, especially in like right. the summer. And it's even, I mean, for that's Al- the thing when you're a kid, you people, it's probably insane. Yeah. Yeah. Even Ontario, though, it's good enough where like you're just like, holy cow, it's like nine o'clock and the sun's still up and yeah, you're yeah. Just, like, you could be playing right now, sort of thing. Yeah. So that side of things is obviously easier because I don't care, but yeah. harder or as hard probably in terms of like, like I had this terrifying nightmare. Like, what is it, a week ago? Yeah. I got high or something. And I think I also was getting the flu or something. And so, like, between those two things, it resulted in me, like, waking up, having this, like, really vivid nightmare. And then waking up at, like, 4 a.m. and I couldn't fall asleep for, like, two hours sort of thing. Ugh. It feels like not like relevant like nightmare stories because <laughs> I want to hear about my boring sleep pattern. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, that's <laughs> good. I mean, that that being said, that is like the basis of my like whole life story, right? Which yeah, that's going continued to on. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's my like relationship to sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that sucks. Like to have that level of like thinking about suffering in that way. Yeah. At that young of an age, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Actually, yeah. sucks. Yeah, and I think, it's and that's probably affected you a lot. Well, I think it's because it's just you know level of obsessiveness or something. Like I was as obsessive as a kid as I am now. Yeah, and so I just obsessed over the problem, and yeah. then that just means it's going to compulsively exist through yeah. the rest of my life. Sort yeah, of thing. I can't even imagine me at five thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just thinking about like toys. And, like, yeah, and like soccer balls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, like, I yeah yeah yeah, but I mean, your our brains are the opposite very different yeah yeah what about you what was your what's your conscious first conscious experience <laughs> i don't know how to ask this question <laughs> i think it was the also weirdly linked to pain i don't know why but pain is a very like it kind of brings you into lucy k actually has a bit about this where he talks about brings you into reality where he's talking about his his, <laughs> his first conscious moment is him halfway through pooing in i think his pants maybe because it's so big that his his first memory is halfway through it it gets like to the point of pain that he like that's when his brain like woke up into consciousness when he's that's like, genius. <laughs> like it's the best idea i've ever heard yeah, in my yeah that's life. good i think oh, for a lot of people a lot of their first memories are pain yeah probably it's probably yeah. a big yeah because you know what and i i like fell and like split open my like lip and cheek when i was like i think three okay and this is like a really super early, weird yeah. yeah that's my first memory yeah oh, falling and splitting one. open yeah. my lip okay so there you go yeah yeah, this I is felt I was climbing a piano. This is one of my earliest memories. Yeah, I think it was two. Yeah, which that's pretty young. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, totally. I have very few Maybe three. of those kind of area. Memories. But I fell off of a piano. Yeah, and cut open my lip. Yeah, I was jumping between like a futon and a chest. I think I can okay, kind of nice. picture the yeah. room in my brain a little bit. And I remember a futon and a chest. Yeah, and then I also remember looking up at doctors. Okay, I remember this as well. Yeah, because I was like crying and, I was and screaming, like, it's terrifying people like holding, holding you down. You. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotta watch out for those chests. Those things yeah. that always have sharp edges. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Metal things yeah. sticking out. Yeah, yeah stuff like yeah. this. Yeah, not childproof. Yeah, but it's weird. Like you're going with this crappy. Uh, it's a bad introduction. <laughs> but now I'm thinking, like, for me, like in my story, for some reason, a lot of my memories are linked to pain, and most of it is pain of my family. Yeah. Well, and this is actually, this does lead to things I'm interested in in terms of like, and like, how are you as you are, especially if you're even stating that lots of your memories are connected to pain or a lot of your life story in general. I think don't hear your life story, but yeah, (laughs) it's a little joke, but Oh yeah. (laughs) Don't tell me your life story. It's a bad bit. I'm not (laughs) on the mood. I think it weirdly wasn't until Bible college that I realized, oh, my story's not completely shaped by pain. Oh, okay. I think a huge way that I identified myself and the way I told my testimony to other people throughout my life yeah. was 
my siblings have gone through this horrible pain and like and I've been is- learning to trust God amidst yeah, this was basically sort of thing. the thing. This is how you did it. That's how I did it. Yeah. And like probably in my childhood more than anything, that's what shaped me is pain, which is weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah well, you're around Stephen Colbert has a great thing where he's like, that's what makes sense. on the comedians and cars getting coffee, okay. they're talking yeah. about happiness and like Stephen Colbert's like, what do you think about happiness? Like, mm. do you think it matters? Like, should we be trying to pursue happiness in any way? And Jerry Seinfeld's like, no, it's a stupid thing to pursue. Mm. And then Stephen Colbert says, actually, suffering is a pretty good way to get to happiness. And I love the little moments that's the Catholicism yeah, yeah, of Stephen yeah. Colbert, like, seeps through yeah, his comedy. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. it's, he is a deep faith, that guy. But I think he's right in that, like, there's something, about, and it's biblical too, like, yeah, there's yeah. something about suffering that shapes us more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know, with siblings being in the hospital, and moving yeah as much as i did yeah yeah i hear that and you know like um, you hear the moving part of it yeah, like saying about. goodbye yeah, to yeah. friends yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. actually yeah. sucks weird stuff yeah it really like not only brought our family close together in a weird way but yeah. it also like it gave me a deeper understanding of life in a okay. weird way i think yeah no i think that's reasonable like it it does like suffering produces character like it does talk about that in romans and i yeah. think that's actually yeah. true and i'm saying i'm not saying i'm like oh man i'm a guy with some character You're a man of character <laughs> you know but i'm just saying like it does shape you yeah. and like i think that the difference i a lot of my story is i am so blessed and lucky to be surrounded by people that i don't know lifted me up yeah okay and uh have people that intentionally poured time into me and invested in my life right i think that when people experience that level of suffering alone it's unbearable and they can't yeah uh, yeah yeah. i don't know you can't you can't yeah how do you cope with that how do you cope with that yeah but i think because i had that suffering but also the support and i'm not saying the suffering experience was unimaginable because it wasn't like Yeah. When I hear stories of a First Nations boy yeah, yeah. running away from residential school and freezing to death. Yeah, things like this. It yeah. really puts into perspective yeah. like, yeah. oh, my, I'm a very lucky person. But yeah. I also am aware of like suffering because yeah. of my siblings being in the hospital. Like that's yeah. a huge part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think when I hear other people's stories like that, I'm like, man, they have no support. And they end up dying. Yeah. Or yeah, just like giving completely into darkness and to despair. Yeah. 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 But because I had the support and the suffering to bring the character, I think it really, I don't know, it was good for me. And like my story is completely, I'm a product of my environment. Like, yeah, I'm not nothing I am today is because of what I did. Like, yeah. That's not how I see things at all. Yeah. Yeah. This just gets me terrified though, because I, then I, then like the conclusion for my life is that like my <laughs> sadness and despair and anxiety comes out of just a purely charmed existence, which I'm not even against thinking I'm like, sure, whatever. Right. But like, then it's just like, well, that sucks. <laughs> like, right. What a miserable conclusion to a sad story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but would you say that? Cause you moved a lot as well. Yeah. But like what? <laughs> I moved and like the nightmares hard. and like, yeah, everyone has their stuff. Yeah, no, no. And like all suffering has r- some form of relevance, obviously, I think. Do you think it produced character for you? No, I, I more and more realize how little character I have. That's sort of not thing. true. No, but this is, we're back to that compliment fishing thing. Um, yeah, you know, it's, no, it's, but like I, I was, it was watching, binge watching Mindhunter and, and just a lot of things that have been coming up recently <clears> just kind of fully have given me how deep of a realization of like like a series of life failures I am. And I'm not trying to lean into that or like or yeah. over talk about that stuff in, in some ways, but like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like weird. Yeah. I, I like, I just, I just look at, cause my life story is just like 
hiding combined with like failing and these two things just kind of like compounding into eternity sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how this is relevant, but this has just been my like, like, like when I look at the, like, basically when serial killers are described in like the patterns they look yeah. for, I'm like, I, I show up way too similar to all these guys right. in like the standard ways, Which is except scary. for yeah, yeah, not having like a broken home. So yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it's like I'm as, I'm as messed up and pathetic as they are in every kind of standard uh, clinical sense. Like, but like, I, yeah, so like the only reason I'm not is basically because my like parents didn't get divorced or beat me or whatever. Right. Which is like a depressing, or not depressing is like so pathetic. It's yeah. like it's just like a shoot realization to right. have, like, or I don't know, like it's or like. But I also think tragic. you might be more like harsh on yourself than, like, yeah, I don't I think don't you're I, like I, them. Yeah, but like I don't know, I'm just kind of like, I'm, I, yeah, like I I don't appreciate lots of the terms, but I, I don't know. I feel like I got just like stunted along the way or right. something, and right. basically I just have like some minor level of intelligence and like. Yeah trickery to present as something other than that. Right. And so that's a big problem with my life story is that I don't know what happened, but, but I think it was early on is the thing. Yeah. Cause when I go back through, like, it's not like, it's not like dropping out of high school was yeah, yeah. some like, that's the moment I failed or something right. it's somewhere earlier because hmm. everything that led me to that was like, it made sense that I dropped out of high school sort hmm. of thing. I'm hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not focusing on that because yeah. of the point is that isn't, the it's focus. not like a turning point or something. It wasn't like something that happened. That was, yeah. that was like <clears throat> par for the course sort of right. thing. Would you say, I have a couple questions. Yeah. And then maybe we can get into it more. Yeah. Like, would you say so that? I'm going to go back to you. Would you say that Jesus makes a difference in that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I like Jesus, but I just don't know if I trust God, you know, and that's a weird mm. kind of paradoxical yeah. problem because mm. like you've seen me, you've seen the father and yet, I don't know, like there's weird stuff like this. So right. I have no, I have no idea. Yeah, right? yeah. I think in theory, but I just never know if anything I'm thinking is actually real. So that's another can of worms. Hmm. Which is fair. Yeah. And like, would you say that that thought process is a season in your life or has that always been a thing of like trusting God is tough? Yeah. Always, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like my, my sort of, you're not the only one that struggles with trusting God. Yeah. Think. No, you get, it's sort of like you get consciousness in the more strong sense. Everyone, lots of people have memories from like two or three or four sort of thing. Yeah. But around four or five or six is where you, you get that sort of self realization, like yeah. where you actually have a true self sort of thing that you can kind of yeah. reference to like that's sort of when your life truly begins in a conscious sense. Right. And then for me, I feel like my like intellectual existence started when I was like probably 10 or something mm-hmm. kind of thing, mm-hmm. which was probably like first significant move in my life. And so then probably that like that was triggered away from Ontario. Yeah. And so that like around there, Did not quite like, yeah, like I guess not eight and a bit or not right before I turned nine is when I moved, but that might've effectively triggered like, Oh, the world's a bigger place and there's yeah. more. And yeah. I feel like since then all the experiences from like four to 10 motivated my thinking at 10. Right. And I've struggled with the same problems yeah, or the same kind of, uh, and not problems. Like, I mean like problems necessarily like, 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 like tangible problems, but like right. intellectual problems or something yeah. or existential problems or whatever. Yeah. Not entirely. I'm not, I'm not saying I haven't like come up with interesting thoughts and stuff, but I mean, yeah. Okay, so I, I might be wrong. I never yeah, know if yeah. I'm being honest because I never know if I, my perception it's, in the moment. I, yeah. would, I could change my mind 10 minutes later, but at this yeah. point. This it's so point. hard to, I find it so hard to tell your story. Yeah. It's I, so hard to know what, what is, moments yeah. affect how you think and how what you believe. Yeah, all like. this stuff. But this is definitely my light analysis in this moment. 
makes me think that. Okay. So my question then is when do you think Jesus first showed up in your life? And then second, why would you, why do you believe in Jesus still? So when did he first show up and why do you continue to believe in him? I don't know. That's so hard. hard Well, and the first, the first one's harder than the second one. Cause like first showed up, it's like, I don't know. It might've been when I was like, like 10 or something or nine, like that kind of area when I first kind of was like, Oh, kind of experiencing some depth of deeper realities or whatever, like feeling brushes up again. Was that like reading CS Lewis and stuff Stuff like this? You know, you kind of, which is is almost also, he's probably impacted your faith more than any theologian, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think ultimately, yeah. yeah, For better, for worse sort of thing, but like, uh, for better. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Maybe for better and for worse. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something probably like this. Yeah. This might be what it is. But then, I mean, alternatively, maybe the first time Jesus showed up was when I was like 19. Like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard to say. Or maybe what when happened I was when you're 19? Six. Well, I don't know. Just like different stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. like I mean, like stuff we've talked about. Not that I'm not unwilling to reference it. No, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to like get into it. Yeah. yeah. For a sake of the yeah. thorough it's line of thinking. Um. What was, what was the second question? Sorry, though. It's it's why do you still? Oh, why? In Jesus? Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know because because it, it, it's stupid not to ultimately like like it, yeah. It's this thing of where like it's like it's like God for sure exists. Yes. I just don't know whether or not we should trust him. Sort of thing. Right. <laughs> like that's that's more the reality of. I like that conclusion because it's an honest conclusion of yeah. like God exists, but like. Do you realize like how much power God has? Yeah, well, and He's wholly other. Like I know we have this seeing me seeing the Father. We have this personal God that exists to a degree, but I think God has to be this wholly other creature because He becomes too boxed in and therefore not real in what God would be the minute He becomes overly this personal God. Right. He has to be more alien. Because that's the only way God in actually any reality exists. Like, the minute he starts right. becoming this really understood like God, it's just like, well, no, that's just fake. You've just yeah, made yeah. that up because that's all within the constraint of your mind. Right. Whereas the truth about God is he's for sure is this other thing. And we have some interactions with him and he's kind of curved, curved himself curved himself to, like, words making him understandable in certain ways. Like, right. revealing him, only showing his back, revealing himself in ways that we can comprehend. But that's him being nice to us sort of thing. But that's not actually what he is within himself because right. that's just so He's just coming down. He's speaking on in our, our, language. our language, our level, you know, and stuff. No, I like that. And so, but I mean, but it also results in the, in the thing of where it's like, and he might be terrifying and evil. Maybe not actually evil within Because he's his, so incomprehensible. So incomprehensible and just so other. Like, like yeah. he, he has connections, humans remain as image. There's all this crap, I get it. But still keeping the fact that he ultimately has to be this grand, completely mis, uh, not understandable thing by lots of standards means that, like, what he views as good and what I view as evil might be the same thing like you know my my ultimate eternal suffering doesn't necessarily isn't necessarily not in the cards or something like things like this yeah yeah like i don't have loads of building blocks to but the reason that you imagine that imagine your eternal suffering is because of the historical like traditional lots of traditional views interpretation of the bible yeah is is that he would be this way in certain ways yeah but i'm also like 
scrap all that, that stuff is for sure influencing because, you know, just made up of a bunch of events and ideas that have already passed and stuff. But he also could just be some alternative version of evil where like, it's like he doesn't know. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't eternally make me suffer. Yeah. But, or he does, but like not in a biblical way. And he just says that to everyone. And he's like a monster, but he isn't actually because we live within the universe that he created. Right. So we just all got on the wrong track. Yeah. And what we perceive as good is actually just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, so you don't necessarily believe that God is good. Well, I just, I just have no idea, right? right? Like, and not no idea, and like I, lo- I like to believe what I, what I interpret that we all share and what I've created. But I like it's pu- it's pure faith at that point, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory sense. I don't yeah. think faith is like empty, but sometimes there's sides to faith that if you felt like looking at it from that perspective, you yes. could see how it's empty. Right. Like all of our collective ideas and what we've come to believe, even though in theory it's on good, good faith and stuff, yeah. it might all actually be bad faith at the end of the day, sort of thing. Right. It's getting into like, not my testimony. Right. Yeah. No, this is good. This is part of, this is part of what you're thinking. So this, this, is, is, good. this is, this is the, this is kind of, but that's like a, that's a more modern, but that, that that's all probably what's effectively been going on. I'm just more, more conscious of it as time goes on. Yeah. I think this is where all the anxieties always come from in theory. So you hang on to Jesus because... Because there's just no point not to, because everything becomes meaningless otherwise. Yeah. And that's... So he does provide meaning. He provides meaning. And that's what you need to exist. And hope, a little bit of hope, or a lot, depending on the mood I'm in. Right. Like, you know, like, I'm I'm, I'm just kind of presenting more my, like, uh, like, the alternative is great. I'm just saying sometimes I'm in this zone. And this is the problematic zone. If I was always in hope, mm-hmm. obviously this wouldn't matter because it wouldn't exist. But it does exist, and so it's the more relevant state. Human always beings are, hope is great. are always holding hope and despair. Yeah, and hope is great, but if st- despair exists, it's the more relevant emotion. Not more relevant like it holds more power. Because we're on Earth. We're on Earth, and just like the bad thing is the thing that has to be dealt with and despair yeah. is bad and hope is nice and free and joyful. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's not irrelevant to be better to lean into it, all these sorts of things, yeah. but you know, despair comes creeping in and then it's yeah, like, exactly. And it's real. It happens right. to me. I don't, but you lean can't into, while you're in those despairing moments that so you can't forget about hope. No, it's yeah. always there, but you can be caked in despair. That's what it is. Yeah. So, but hope's still there. I think it's still there. It's just yeah. weaker. Yeah. And while we're on earth, when you're in those days where you feel nothing but hope. Yeah. Despair is still there. Yeah. In the back of your mind, like, yes, desp- like suffering's coming. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. we're on earth. We're in the already, but the not yet. Like we're yeah. stuck in this in between. And, and with no clear knowledge of what anything is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And it's worse if you're someone who doesn't, even know what reality is a lot of the time. I'm not saying that in some sort of like, oh, woe is me, or like, oh, you don't know what it's like. I mean, you probably don't. Um, Lots of people. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. But I just mean, like, people who truly experience a lack of reality to, which I've had glimpses of, and it's horrifying. It's terrifying, and I'm sorry Um, that you've had that. Yeah, no, but I mean, but it's just glimpses. I don't know. The lack of reality I experience on a day to day basis yeah. isn't extreme, but it is it adds to that whole yeah. skepticism of yeah. everything. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, that's it's a long drone. Yeah, yeah, no. Like I mean, I I don't know if it's the same the same questions back or staying in the same because you're the right. opposite of this. Well But I want to know what like yeah, what's or not necessarily the opposite because I'm not like not No, I think it enough, but is like what's your yeah, like I just I don't know where, where, where does that come from? What's going on with you? Like what what are your siblings or your parents or your 
people you were surrounded by or or your interpretation right. what of they God. What, why is it that you don't have this or something? I don't know. So here's the thing is the majority of my life. I was not wrestling with existential questions yeah. at a young age like you were. Yeah, right, right. And so I, till junior high, I kind of just... <laughs> you look like Popeye. I kind of just winking. went through life hanging out with friends. Yeah. You know, playing sports. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, yeah this like, is your life. Story. That was yeah, my no, life. i heard this, yeah. And, it's and like, there was moments of, of suffering for sure, like like I talked about yeah. earlier with yeah. my siblings and stuff, and that was for sure shaping, but I didn't realize that it was shaping me until later because I yeah. wasn't asking big questions like that. Yeah. I wasn't expressing them in any way. Like, what about companions or siblings? Like, were, was anyone saying something to you and you were thinking a thing and be like, oh, you know what, that is a fair thought. Like, no one was ever like, Josh, like, we're all going to die. Like, right. <laughs> like, God, he's not who you know. Like, No, I never had people like that. You didn't have these people. Okay. <laughs> no, but I had, I had people that would... Um, yeah. That would show me the love of Jesus. Yeah. And that your dad wasn't like, look at this Greek. Like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, he would. Like, he would show us movies and, like, yeah, yeah. The books and stuff. And I was, like, super not into it at that age okay. until I okay. graduated from high school. Right. But I think, for me, it was more of, like, experiencing the love of Jesus through actions rather than, like, wrestling big with big questions. I didn't start wrestling with big questions until I was graduated. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Fully. Like, that's fully. I went to Bible study in high school, and, like, we talked about, we, like, read Crazy Love and talked about the Bible and all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, as a Christian, like, you need to be... It's like you need to be 100% for Jesus, like that, yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, vitamin, yeah, vitamin Jesus. <laughs> yeah, vitamin Jesus. But it did, it was never of like, Bible study was never like, you know what, like, you're having doubts and like. Yeah, this is what, yeah, like I'm trying. Like that didn't come, my, the, my doubts didn't come until, until after I was graduated because I, I don't think I was really like, I think I was a Christian. I've been, I think I've been a Christian my whole life. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've been growing in my whole life. Yeah. It's, it's, you're growing into it. And like, yeah. there wasn't like a moment where I, I gave my heart to Jesus and I, now I'm saved. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just been a progressive salvation or sanctification yeah. sort yeah. of thing. And just each day or each year or each decade coming to know the grace of God in a deeper way. Mm. And, uh, unfortunately I think the deeper you go, the more doubt that comes as well. Yeah. I, like, and the I more questions that comes. Yeah. Like someone saying something about like despair actually wouldn't exist without hope. Yeah. Like I think despair so. is actually a symptom of hope. Exactly. Like it's hope's yeah. fault that you Right. Despair. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I think maybe the same, same thing, with, like belief, doubts a symptom of belief or something yeah, I think sort so. of thing, yeah. or faith or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I think the each, I get more and more questions as I grow older. Yeah, and yeah. more probably more doubts. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I also I think this at the same time I get more doubts. I'm at a place right now where I can say my faith is deeper than it ever has been. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I'd almost. Agree I think, with that? I think, yeah, in I think a weird you would way. probably be like, in the same yeah, it's place. Just, it's just weird because it's when I look back at my faith when I was in high school, going to these Bible studies, and like I'm so thankful for the people that did these Bible studies that I could have that. Yeah, yeah, they sucked, but yeah, <laughs> no, they were amazing. Yeah, but like because I think that's what I needed at that time. But then I look back at what we were talking about. I'm like, how shallow was that? Like, right, we weren't getting into the nitty gritty of like I don't know, like the divinity of Christ. Yeah, and like, yeah. Like yeah. suffering, like why do we yeah. suffer? Like predestination, yeah. free will. Like why God? Why God? Why do I suffer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why it's Kendrick, God, right? Why yeah. God, why do we? Yeah. Um, I don't think I can find a way to make it yeah. on to make it on this earth. <laughs> I'm high now. I'm high now. I'm high now. <laughs> if I could smoke fear, um, I'd smoke the. It's his oh. best song. 
Um, I changed my mind. Two puffs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so good. (laughs) So good. Um, So I wasn't. My faith was quite. I've been hungry all my life. (laughs) (laughs) And. The thing is, he's on Sorry's new special that I love too. Okay, okay yeah, is that good? And he's talking about his life, and he's like, if you don't look back ten years and regret basically everything you did, yeah, yeah and I did that. That is know, how I feel about my whole life. So yeah, yeah, and I think that's a good way to think about life. Is yeah. we should always be improving, Progr- always progressing, impre- progressing and yeah. learning. Yeah, yeah. And some, if you, as soon as you stay sense. stagnant, yeah. you've lost it. You yeah, know what I mean, whoa, slow down. Let's not. <laughs> well, I'm not saying. That's <laughs> not saying. I'm not accusing you of anything. So I think. What was your question? I'm sure. Like, who are the... Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. I had moments in high school that were impactful, and it wasn't, like, a thing of, like, big questions I was wrestling with in a conversation I had. It was, like, I was at camp, at Bethel Bible Camp, and I just moved from Vancouver, and we had no friends, and we moved to Sherwood Park. We had no friends in yeah. that area. Yeah. And we went straight from there to, to Bethel, and I didn't know anyone at camp, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had, like, family friends that kind of... Uh, we kind of knew, but... Um, like the grenades, <laughs> but I was incredibly lonely at that camp, and I hated it yeah. that week. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like fully unzipping my pants. Yeah, he's unbuckling his belt. If I take my pants off, it's because I'm hot. That's fine. It's fine. I might take my shirt off in a second. Okay, yeah. Actually, no, yeah, no, it's fine. I'm like so hot. I'm um, sorry. There was a moment I was so lonely, like cripplingly lonely that mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. that I just hated being there. Yeah, I hear that. And later in the week. Uh, we had to do this thing where we built shelters, and it was like a refugee crisis. That okay, was, like, what happened? And so we had to like leave camp the camp, style. come back, and like build our own shelters. Okay, cool. This sounds like the best. And camp so there's ever happened. It was a really good week of camp. Yeah, yeah, like as far as like a directing standpoint. Yeah, like, I yeah, hated yeah. It I have not didn't know anyone, but yeah. it was great. Yeah, I'll tell you more about it. Yeah. But like we had to build these shelters, and so there's a lot of just lull time of like we didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just sorry. Don't worry. We didn't this. know what to. <laughs> we were just filling the time with activities. Okay. And uh, Chris Lance. Yeah, the very same. The Saint Chris Lance. Yeah, no rules. Shout out to him. Um, he like he, to- <laughs> he started a game of football with me with a cup. Okay. This is such a weird memory, but it's like fine. he specifically was like saw that I was lonely. Yeah. And that I didn't really have any friends at camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And said to me, Hey, let's play this game of football. And it's moments like that where I was like, there's something unique about that. Yeah. Now I'll never say anything bad about Chris Lance. (laughs) (laughs) I love Chris Lance. I hope you're listening. But uh, that was a huge moment for me where I was like, I think, like, I didn't know in the moment. Yeah. Like, I knew it impacted me in the moment, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was until later. And I was like, that was the love of Jesus that he was showing me. Okay. Okay. And so for me, it's, it's been moments like that where I encounter the love of Jesus through people. Right, right. Um, my youth leaders in Vancouver is another example of like people that really showed me the love of Jesus and included yeah. me in a way that I, especially being a shy kid that I was, I needed right. I needed people to reach out to me and say, you're included. Yeah, yeah, I, I empathize with this. Um, sure. And so that made a big difference. I'm just harder to get. Right. <laughs> you play hard to get. I play hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of emotions were you experiencing, though, in your life and stuff? Like, I mean, that that seems like a... Well, is this, oh, like, pre-high school? Yeah, like, I'm just like imagining, pre- like, what's college? the build-up to this? I'm not trying... Maybe kind of... Div- I mean, it was mostly just, backwards. like, shyness and, like, <laughs> giddiness. Adorableness. Like, either yeah. I was really shy or yeah. I was, like, super comfortable and, like, running around, like... Yeah, 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 doing yeah. That. Doing hilarious stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Man, it's awesome. Super cute, super <laughs> yeah. adorable, yeah. Thanks, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um... <laughs> 
I don't respond to that. Yeah, it's okay. It's just your lot in life. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you know, I was just got really weird here. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. I was just thinking about saying like, you're gonna have such cute kids. That's gonna be the payoff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I reached for more crackers. Oh, but I have a pile over here. Yeah, that's good too. <laughs> um, but then I went to Bible college. Yeah, and like it just got real. Yeah, <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I hate to say that because it's like so typical of like I, w- I went to Bible college and, and everything, everything changed. changed. <laughs> but it did. Oh boy. I don't know if it was because of moving into adulthood or because of Bible college itself, but I, that year I've, I grew. you talk about the people at Bible college, like your teachers, your professors, whatever you want to call them. It was amazing. What are they called there? (laughs) They're called saints, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But they, I don't know. I shared my story. Okay. At Mount Carmel. And my whole story was about how I've gone through all the suffering as a kid. Yeah. And my family's gone through the suffering. I did the thing. Okay. And, uh. My conclusion was like, and I'm learning how to trust God both in the low times and the high times. And when I look back at that, I'm like, holy cow, what a shallow, pers- what a shallow <laughs> perspective on my own life. Yeah, like, that's yeah. so lame. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's such a lame thing. Yeah, that's great. That's bad. Yeah, it's um, bad. Like, I don't know if it actually is. Like, and maybe <laughs> it's I'm pretty but bad. I'm, like, I'm, I, but I can, yeah, I can, it's dig, bad. I can dig on that. But then both, like, more because I'm like, that's not, like, doesn't quite express the depth of oh. your, yourself. Like, I, not at all. as I know you, that is not <laughs> so silly. But I like, can trust if you were, I'd be like, okay, get out. <laughs> that was as boring. That's as the you conclusion. Were. Oh, I know. So like, the thing is, is like, it's a necessary step to take. Yeah. Like you, you should look back on the things you've written and things you said five years ago and be like, wow, I was immature. Yeah. I burned my journals. Right. Well, you shouldn't, you should keep them. <laughs> oh no, no memories. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Like, like first of all, when I'm gone. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I just mean, that's my ultimate. Like, yeah, I want like this 20 years after this I'm, podcast we're deleting this. No, at the end. Oh, it's all going. No way. Yeah. It's staying. I want, I want to be the equivalent of what my great, great grandparents are to me now. Just a death date and a birth date on some website. 10 years after I die for everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so sad. I'm going to, I want it to be like, I didn't exist. I'm going to create a whole <laughs> scrapbook of your life. <laughs> Secretly. Yeah. And then, but then you'll lose and you'll be like, shoot. And he'll be like, that was the divine intervention. intervention of, of like he's like, he's blessing your plans. He's like, Nope, no memories. <laughs> was he ever even there? Um, sorry. <laughs> but through the course of that year, I began to understand what the gospel actually meant. Yeah. And I didn't really know. I remember, and this is like a huge part of my story that I tell everyone, or I tell most people. Yeah. There's a moment in Bible college where I... <laughs> ruined the moment. Yeah, you did. You ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Where for the first time in my life, basically... Yeah. I f- f- like fell onto my knees and actually like prayed. Mm-hmm. An authentic prayer of like, mm-hmm. God, I'm a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And I need you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was a pretty like transformative moment for me. Like of all the moments in my life that I can say there was like a moment of repentance or like a shift. It's probably that one. Right. 
And I think it's because I, I actually like felt like I had a relationship with God for the first time. And I had an understanding of what grace actually meant for the first time. So because of that, whether it was because of Bible college or because I was an adult or because I was reaching a level of maturity where I was beginning to doubt and question why I actually believe what I believe. Right. I had that moment during Bible college and that was like, that was a marking point for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can dig And so since then, I think it's just it's constantly just, it's just, yeah. coming back to that. Yeah. Coming back to, oh no, it's about grace. It's not about all this other stuff that I try to do to earn God's love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Try to obey yeah. and like yeah. do all this stuff. Yeah, it's like, no, it's pleasing God. It's about, we are completely saved by nothing that we do yeah. by Jesus alone. Like you were saying yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that is ultimately my story has been coming to realize that more and more as I grow older. Yeah. Like some sort of consciousness. Yeah, and of, I feel like of God existing more in a real way, and yeah. then realizing that the existence of God is a gracious one or something is a gracious one, and yeah. I do believe that God is good. Yeah, and that's just kind of yeah exponentially growing. I think so, yeah. and I think when I get to heaven, a story. Yeah, when I see Jesus, that's me just being mean, Dorian. <laughs> when I see Jesus, I think it'll be even more. It'll be like that times a million of like, oh, I was an idiot. Like, this is what it was it about. Was even this, yeah, yeah. you know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So would, have you ever had moments like that? Have you had like a... The <laughs> 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 I asked that sounded... <laughs> sounded so like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not mean for it to come back. <laughs> no, but like... What I meant was, have you had, like, marking point moments in your life that something changed? I'm, like, yelling into the mic. <laughs> no, it's so loud, the whole thing. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Yeah. I like to think there are moments sort of thing, which is such a, such a like, such a answer. Like, it's just, like, this such a classic, crappy loop. Stop swearing. <laughs> just bleep them out. It's easy. Um, yeah, yeah. This is real. Swears. I want to know, just a little sidebar for a second. We'll yeah. get back to that question. Mm-hmm. Swearing is not just not bad. It's actually good because basically in life you have no ability to know if anyone, like, uh, uh, there's these Christians who try to be like, not only is swearing bad, but it's also like undignified. And it's like, first of all, it, whatever about undignified, who cares about that? That's a that's a secular mm-hmm. thing. That's not real Christian or godly. But secondly, I don't think swearing's bad because you have no idea if anyone feels anything. So it's just emotionless people walking around. And it's like if you swear, it's like at least I know you have a little like fire in your right, like you god. Like you you actually give a crap about anything. If I'm saying like if I'm doing like a stream of swears before I make a point, it's like it's like he actually might give a. And believe the thing he's saying, mm. as opposed to all these bland, milk toast, white bread, empty Christians who have no passion behind anything they say. They're just lukewarm. Like no, you swear. Um, <laughs> I don't swear that much. Yeah, but you swear in front of me, so then I know you're cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just for your approval. <laughs> no, but I think the thing is, I was reading Romans earlier. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. Here comes some. No, no, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. And I was shocked at Paul's language of like, when he's talking about the weaker brother or sister. Yeah. 
of like you're free to do anything you want. That's what I'm talking about, man. I and know. like nothing is unclean. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I mean? and I like swearing's part of that yeah. in my books. Yeah, and on top of it, I think it actually shows some like dedication to anything. Like, like you know, in this apathetic world we live in, yeah. At the very least, people could present some sort of. Maybe not they're doing the right thing, but inner care about whether they're doing the right thing mm-hmm. or ultimately actual true care and put some real like spice mm-hmm. behind it. Right. Anyway, the biggest reason I don't swear, though, is yeah. also because of that same passage about the weaker brothers. Yeah, I know. But ultimately, my conclusion with weaker brother thing is which, yes, you shouldn't make your weaker brothers stumble. Yeah. But the implication with that is that they are weaker and they should ultimately be changing. Right. They should be starting to swear as well. Like, <laughs> effectively, like yeah, they, yeah. those guys that aren't no, eating meat should be eating meat. He's not saying they're good. He's just saying they're weak. Um, yes. He's not but saying they're right. He's saying they're weaker, nobody, so you shouldn't be mean to them. Right, but he's Me- also saying if it's their conviction, then it's right. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and you should live by, like, it's good to live by your convictions and stuff, but he's also like, but none of that matters. Newsflash, they're dumb is maybe what it is. Like, that's great if they're convicted in that way. I don't think that means, but... He's saying, but it doesn't matter. So mm-hmm. that means they're convicted, but they're still wrong. Yeah. Unless we live in some pure relativist world yeah. where, like, whatever you're convicted for is correct. But And I, I, I'm, I'm being harsh. I'm, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. I think on the, the biggest non-swearing reason, thing. But right. The biggest reason I don't swear is because of. No, one. Well, I, I, like, I, and I. I'm going to teaching and, like. Yeah, you know, no, one. Well, there's a lot of reasons not to swear. And, and I even get it for respectfulness to other people. Yeah. But, like, it's, sometimes I swear because I so respect people who are usually, like. Right, which I like. Crapped on, like, cool. blue collar people yeah. and stuff who swear all the time. And yeah, they're like everyone's. It feels so like oh, you like peasants. And yeah. it's like those guys know the truth, man. Yeah. Anyways, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I like I like the passion. Yeah. Anyway, sir, have you had moments in your life oh, that were like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, a turning yeah, yeah. point? Yeah. In speaking some... of lack of passion. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How did I ask the question to you again in the first place? Was like, <laughs> have you had that? Have you had stuff? <laughs> yeah. So bad. <laughs> oh. Like it's it's back to just I'd like to think so, but I don't know kind of thing. Like I've had these deep no turning points because I'm I'm because I'm a failure of a human being, right? Like that's the problem, right? Herein lies the issue. It's like no turning points because I've never ever changed. You know, like my heart that's, is hardened like Pharaoh. Well, but I just mean. For all we know, it is. Like, you don't think it is. I think it is. <laughs> Probably I'm right. Just like... I know. can find other people who don't think it's true. Yeah, but like, what do they know? Like, you know, like... I, I haven't changed in terms of I'm not like... I'm not like a stupid idiot teenager. Like, when I think about <laughs> yeah. my personality and like my like... The joy I maybe felt when I was a child. Like, I've changed in ways like this. But yes. like... But uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like you've changed. You've had internal changes. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like maybe. I, I've there's 100%. turning points in terms of maybe like pseudo realizations, but I feel like this is the best I can offer, sort of thing. Yeah, I just reached for your. I, I was, I was <laughs> what you're going for there? For my urine. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like I just. I mean, I'm more and more realizing that like. I'm like, has my, has my life been a waste? Like, what, what's wrong with me? <laughs> right. And, like, I know what's wrong with me, I, I, but I also know I don't desire yeah. to do anything about it. So I'm like, well, then, you know, failure is inevitable. So yeah. what's the point beyond that? Right. Like, can we go deeper? Is there a point beyond a lack of embracing the point? <laughs> right. 
Is there but any- here's the thing. Is like, I'm, I know you're not fishing for compliments, but your life is not a failure. <laughs> and I've seen your life. Yeah. And it's like the way you live your life is not – it's admirable. It's not a failure. Yeah, yeah. I think in theory – like and I'm not I'm not some like like bad faith John Jean Paul Sartre like I don't think that like I'm not talking about my like successes and failures yeah. like I'm not talking about my like my uh, social capital or my like my my value is like a you know my my resume or whatever like I don't yeah. mean a failure just in that way yeah because I, I you know I think most people like are living in a more Sartre esque bad faith in that sense but but regardless I, I just mean. I don't know what the point of my existence is and not in some like existential crisis. It's like I've reached the end and I'm like, what's like, what's the point of all? (laughs) Like, like, and people are like, you're like looking back. You could have, yeah, it's sort of like, it's sort of like, you know, going back through my life, you know, at the end of my life and being like, what was like the, yeah, what was the deal with all that? Like, what have I learned? How have I, I haven't changed, but I'm not going to. So, and I'm not going to get better. So like, there's all these things, like, I'm just kind of like. Do you, like, be- I, I, do you hang on to the fact that you can change, though? That people can change? I think people can change. I don't think I can. I think there's some of us who are just those serial killers, just those... No, but you're not. ...series of kind of, you know... Uh, but you can change. Yeah, yeah, but like... And you're not beyond forgiveness. Just, no, and I might not be on forgiveness, but, like, that's just sort of like a... Like a just sort of last-minute Hail Mary on my, like, God being kind to even the weakest... And most like wrecked of these sort of thing. Yeah. But beyond that, I'm just sort of. But the like, thing is, know. I think we should all be seeing ourselves as the weakest and wrecked of these. Yeah, yeah. But just for some of us, it's more true. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not like this isn't self-deprecation. Yes. Or I'm like slurring my words. <laughs> or like. <laughs> oh, that's a bad. That's a dated joke. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching some old Rob Williams stand-up, <laughs> and so that's why that joke slipped out. I yeah. apologize. This is tw- it's 2019. <laughs> it's 2019. We're cutting that out. It's 2015. We are cutting that out. <laughs> you can go too far on that, but that's fine. Sorry. Continue. You were talking about uh, self deprecation. <sighs> this feels so loopy and stupid. Um, I don't know. Like, I, yeah, it's I'm like, just wondering what this is going to be like to listen to. Yeah, that's a good question. I've experienced things. I just don't know what like. Sure, what anything means, or like, like, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm, right. this is the mode I'm in right now, but I'm like, I'm trying to like analyze things I've experienced. Like, here's what I'd like to think about turning points or experiences Kay. in my life is Kay. like, I was hearing about some guy talking about being in a, hearing from someone else about someone else talking about being a missionary in some other country, mm-hmm. like maybe a Middle Eastern country or something. And he was saying, like, and I've, I've heard versions of this story other places, but it, he was like, I think it was like 15 years, two converts. Like he was like, that's how long I was there. That's what I did sort of thing. And right. he wasn't, I don't think this point, I mean, I don't know what is, I, I, who cares? That's not relevant, but I, I or no, it is relevant. I think he wasn't disappointed in that reality. He was right. just like, cause it's not about how effective something's been. Yes. And so maybe this is, and, and I mean, this is my big, I am fully on board passion and dream for Christianity to finally not be a, about all the success stories, but about yeah. the not success stories. Cause that's the whole the Bible. success of Christianity based <laughs> on good, 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 hard cut. You can start over. <laughs> oh, I see. Sorry. Do not have the success of Christianity based on numbers. Yeah, yeah. Or in like numbers a slash just like, yeah, success in the pure idea of whatever progression is within the small constraint of what we understand yes. progression to be or whatever. Exactly. We don't understand. Like a drunk person rambling right yeah. now. <laughs> well, regardless. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing. Um, so like, this is how I'd like to view 
Yeah. My progression which of my life experience that. is not in a progressive way, which might be just like a really trying to just like fit my story into something that doesn't look like complete trash, yeah. like sort of thing. But like, well, that's the thing is like, the only way I can interpret it. Though. Right. There's nothing else for me. Yeah. Beyond that. I right. ha- that's the only nice way I could look at it. Yeah. I, I don't. I Have you experienced anything like that? <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this lots, but we both agree that our, our lives aren't a trajectory. Like, Point mm-hmm. A is down here at, at ten on the graph. Yeah, and then point B is at a hundred on the graph. Yeah. Like some school line. terms. Interesting. <laughs> ten <laughs> graphs. What are you studying? Are you becoming a teacher? I'm, a, I'm in math, actually. Mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh boy. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. We both have agreed that it's more like a wave of like. Yeah. yeah. Some days you're completely caked in despair, yeah, and some yeah, days you're on the mountain. Style. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's more accurate. Christian. Yeah. But. Uh, the same. That's why I kind of asked: Was there moments of of transformation? Because I think rather than life being like this trajectory, it's more of like a series of moments that Those moments kind of plotted randomly, randomly sort shape of thing. who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. You're more like just the collection mess. of moments, like a constellation, not yeah. like yeah. So I for sure had other moments that yeah. maybe. I don't know, hinder my relationship with God. Yeah, like bad kissing moments. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes, yeah, continue. Like, uh, for example, I I bullied a kid. Yeah, you sure did. (laughs) um, Who, who, um... Yeah, that's fine. Had autism. (laughs) I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast. When I was in grade three, and, uh... You were there. You were yeah, alive. I would have been there. We were, we were friends. Yeah. And I... I was over across the school getting boiled by some... <laughs> <laughs> it was me, actually. Yeah. No, I was always watching I was you bullying. thinking, like, <laughs> he seems to have a nice time at the school. <laughs> I have no friends. And I don't like soccer, so I guess I'm... That's oh, one of my biggest regrets. I like bringing it up because I like hearing you say it because it sounds really funny. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So we would have hung out at school. Right, yeah, and we were different. There's a law in a way that things operate. You can't hang out with other grades. Not, yeah, not it's in true. elementary school. It's true. You hang out with your grade, that's about it. But I, I put rocks elementary. in his rubber boots, and I threw a banana peel on him. Yeah, both are just classic, <laughs> really good. Like, some of my favorite material right there. Like, yeah. I but I got in a lot of trouble. I got a belt yeah. spanking. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't think I was ever going to be able to see my friend Steven again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Steven. Yeah. I've said this like 15 times. <laughs> I would say I remember Steven. Um, and uh, anyways, that was like a really like bad moment in my life where I was like, I was like fully confronted with the evil part of me. Like I was bullying a kid. Like what was I yeah. thinking? Yeah. Yeah. And I was in grade three. Yeah. But I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. There's moments like that where you come face to face with the is this what this is do you just think i have autism and this is a whole oh my god no oh my gosh <laughs> you're trying to pay for your sins no oh my you know, god oh podcast. my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry sorry keep going but there, there's moments like that where that are horrible yeah that are completely shaping in a different way you yeah. know what i mean yeah. and so our our lives are just a series of these moments that shape us i think yeah i don't know somehow somehow jesus relates back to all of them I mean, that's good. I like that. I might be drunk, but that's quite eloquent in my mind. <laughs> There's a line in the Sufjan Stevens song where he's in the Carrie and Lowell album where he yeah. says, everything I see, everything I feel yeah. returns yeah. to you somehow. Yeah. yeah, this is Dan. Yeah, Dan. And I love, I love that Man, so, so much. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's a great, 
Because I think it is. Like, that's kind of maybe the story of my life is, like, I didn't, might not have realized it when I was a kid as much as I do now, but everything you're, you're I've seen, also, everything I feel returns to God. So you're also doing silence. Oh, yeah, everything I am. Everything I am speaks. You know, right, even though, yeah, even yeah. Though, even in your silence. Even in your silence. I, or even if. Even if you, God had never spoken, you know, everything even I God do. God had never spoken to me, everything, everything I, do, I do, everything I, I've yeah, done, done speaks, speaks to him. him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like Shisaku <laughs> Endo I I mean, deserves yeah, every yeah, award for yeah, writing that. He's in heaven. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in heaven. He's on. He's on the right. Yeah. He's sitting in the right hand of God. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a long time to get that yeah. out of my. He's in heaven, but he's going down and <laughs> helping all the Judases and uh, and uh, Kichiros. Yeah. Yeah, he is. No, but I think I honestly think that's true. And like some moments, God's shining through more clearly. But I, I do hang on to the fact that, like, the main character of my story is God, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love that. So what would be your most, like, divine encounter? Like, a moment where you're like, oh, man, God's real. Like, have you had moments like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? I'd probably reference it boringly, but I think it's on East Hastings kind of Oh, thing. yeah, that's right, yeah. Just, which, isn't that interesting? Because that's on a, a pleasant memory. It is. It is a pleasant memory? It is a pleasant memory, because you said in hell, and I was like, more like in heaven, I Okay, so say. just tell me again what sort of... Well, cause it's just, the context is just like having sort of like a, like just kind of a big discussion sort of about everything with someone on East Hastings in the middle of the night, you know? Yeah, but didn't you say it was miserable? Well, like, but I meant that, I probably, yeah, because I use the term miserable, so... Uh, liberally, but I think I mean like miserable, but like misery and being like miserable, like the setting's miserable, but the experience yeah. is transcendental, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I would say that's probably like, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, of course, this is where, yeah, of course, God exists, and of course, this is where He's present in yeah. these moments of right. like chaos and anguish and and anxiety and stuff, and mm-hmm. something like this. Hmm. And just like naturally was so present in that location, right? Like Isn't that, that, that interesting? God came forth so is so much there. Isn't that interesting? The the places I've gone to of poverty, yeah, you see God so much more clearly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you like see them in the eyes of the person who's high on heroin begging for money. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And the prostitutes. Yes. Yeah. You know exactly. That's sick. Do you have an equivalent moment? Or well, what? I've had a couple. I've had a few, but that's my probably best one. I, yeah. I'm an atheist now, so the I don't one, The moment where I was praying maybe yeah. for the first time. I can't believe you said that. I'm an atheist. He's not. Yeah. Just um, the usual. Was when I was praying that it felt like it was real for the first time during Bible college. That was a huge moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yes. No, no. I love that. Are you okay. kidding me? Just okay. when I pray, it's all demons. So that's why I don't. Um, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> there was another moment driving home from, it was like a year a after. date. <laughs> no. A year after Bible college, I was driving home on New Year's Eve at like yeah. two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And the Northern Lights. <sighs> yeah. Like. Don't tell Carl Bart. <laughs> oh, why not? Just because he doesn't like God showing up in nature. Mm. Um, you know, anyway, sorry, continue. God shows up in nature. It's a fact. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, he's wrong. The Northern Lights literally like. I stepped on my car. It was like red, yellow, green, purple. Okay. And it felt like I could touch them. Like, I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. And I drove back to tell everyone in the house, you need to come back and see this. And they were gone. And then we got back and they were gone. It's good stuff, man. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Like, they weren't gone, but it was just like classic yeah. Northern Lights of like, in the distance, it was like kind of cool. But like, the Northern Lights I saw in that moment were like, it was like God was dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That was a crazy moment where it's really hard to shake things like that. 
You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. holy crap. And then another one was in Thailand. Mm-hmm. We were at a Nazarene church. There was us there from Mount Carmel. Yeah. We spoke English. There was a Filipino family there. They spoke, um, how do they, what do they speak? Uh, Tagalog. T- yeah. Tagalog. Yeah, Tagalog. Tagalog, like Tagalog, Tagalog is yeah, yeah, spell yeah. it. Yeah. Tagalog, yeah. Um, I feel like we're saying that wrong, but yeah, I think it's Tagalog. Tagalog. Tagalog, Tagalog yeah. I, I just, I'm Tagrinya. No, that's, nope. a, that's African. I don't know what you're going there. <laughs> um, I'm intoxicated. Um, sorry, keep going. <laughs> so they, they were, they spoke Filipino or <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, Tagalog. And then there was, um, some Mexican missionaries there, they were speaking Spanish. Then there was the some people from Bangkok, they spoke like classic Thai. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there were some people from the Isan region of Thailand, which they oh, spoke their own dialect like of Thai. Style. Yeah, yeah. So there's all those languages represented, and we sang the doxology oh, in all those different languages. Down. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That was like a moment where I was like, oh, this is like what heaven's going to be like. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. And so I was like, man, like God's very present in this moment. Yeah. So there's probably, there's obviously more, but like no, no, those I are the ones that yeah. stand out for sure. Yeah. No, there are big moments, sort of thing. I think like that. Yeah. yeah. And the other biggest way that I've experienced God, I think, is through people. Even just like for me, like coming to more and more realize how much my parents did when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. How much they sacrificed and how much they loved us and like did for yeah. us. Yeah. And served us. Yeah. Is a pretty good. Is a pretty good uh, yeah. proof for the divine, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents were bad, so I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <you're... laughs> I was just saying, your parents suck. <laughs> Jane, Margie are amazing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Says you. <laughs> Look at me now, mom. Oh my god, <laughs> you got that. <laughs> um, I mean, not be, not because I think it's too bad to say, just because it, it, mm-hmm. it, no one sees what I'm doing, so. Yeah, yeah, I like all that. Mm-hmm. So I don't and know. I mean, I, and and a lot of actually, my true experience with God is sort of in the anguish and the searching and mm-hmm. existential chaos. A lot of that is actually feeling God in a weird way, and God comforts me in all my I can, things. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. So there's that too. Sorry, I feel like I've been joking way too much. No, no, it's good. I'm just trying to think what else we want to talk about. Like, yeah, I've been getting like progressively and progressively drunker, so yeah, like, I'm, I, I, I think I didn't eat enough today. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm very much enjoying <laughs> this, but I, I know I'm not contributing well. That's good. Um, oh no, don't make that noise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was choked. Sorry, keep going. Um, I guess my my maybe final yeah final thought thought. question yeah. is like. Why don't you contribute better to the podcast? Oh um, my gosh. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, because I'm a stupid idiot. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It's like, I don't even know how to word this. It's just kind of like, will you, like, do you see yourself continuing to follow Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a fair question, too. Is it an anxiety of yours at all? Like, do you personally in your heart think you know, Luke is not going to be... Not even oh, personally. Not, not no, for you. Okay, you no, for me? No, do you mean it for me? Like, do no, you no, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely ask, asking this because I've had friends who are Christians with me, and I've asked them this question with the feeling or idea that in the future they wouldn't be Christians, and sometimes they turned out not to be. And this could be my own fault to some degree that I... Yeah. 
I'm not, not wondering that in a sense of like his salvation at stake. No, no, but I mean, do you wonder it in like, uh, is there any con? I, I'm saying the reason I asked that is because I felt this with people. Like, thought, like, I don't think that person's going to be following Jesus necessarily in a couple of years, kind of thing. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's not why I'm not Yeah, no, I'm just wondering, like, not in yeah. a bad way. No, no, no I'm wondering, but more like why I want I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just curious and like, yeah. I don't know, like, what keeps you hanging on? Yeah. I mean, I think the reason I love Silence so much is because it's a movie that I feel like I I feel represents a lot of my existence a lot of yeah. the time. Not saying that I'm gonna be a priest who goes to Japan a and then priest. becomes on the outside an apostate, right. but inside secretly holds a faith right. or something. But you work a teacher. Well, there's that too, but it, I mean, well, there's that, but no, but I mean, like, I mean, definitely that, but I mean, it's, it's same thing where like secretly they have a faith and openly they don't. And I don't mean that's what it's going to be either, but I right. mean, like my relationship with God is always going to be definitely personal, even yeah. if it doesn't manifest well on the outside, if that makes sense sort yeah. of thing. And I don't, and I'm sure that'll go through the turmoil and the chaos of my anxiety, you know, all the stuff related to it, but and my distrust of God and, you know, is he good? Is he bad? And all this stuff. But I think always there's still ultimately a belief that hmm. I don't know if it's a hope or, or what it is, but there's, there's something that will probably always keep me thinking at the very, at, at least always a thread holding on to that. Like hmm. Jesus does maybe love me and hmm. is maybe with me sort of thing, hmm. regardless of how my life turns out sort yeah. of thing. Hmm. That's sweet. What about you? Yeah, I think I... I mean, we all know it's going to turn out well. <laughs> Story I has fully, a happy ending, Oh, folks. my gosh. <laughs> I... <laughs> I used... It was it used to be something I was nervous about, especially in high school. I was like, will I continue to follow Jesus? Mm-hmm. And I think that's because I have maybe a true faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's like, I can't see myself not hoping in Christ. And like, yeah, for sure. I have more doubt now than I've ever had. Yeah. I, those questions and doubts are going to keep coming. Yes. Yeah. And there's a constant wrestling going on. Yeah. But I think the hope that Jesus offers that God is making this world new is too good to ignore. And like, yeah. I, I, I desperately hang on to that. Yeah. Also, the other thing is the incarnation itself is like the most beautiful story I've ever heard. Yeah. And I, I need, I want that story to change, like to influence the way I live my life. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I don't, I don't, I, I, I for sure keep paying onto that. And, and Jesus is, is my crutch for sure. But like, yeah, I don't know. The nature of it is constantly changing. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't come with doubt and stuff, but yeah, I think even just being reminded that yes, there's going to be doubts and questions, but like the response to that is to actually trust God yeah. Oh, yeah. and to have faith. Yeah. And so like, like you said at the beginning is like, we have no idea what God's like. Yeah. And like, I was talking to a guy at my work who's yeah. from the Congo and he, his belief in God is very much like that of like, he really doesn't think that we should be trusting any teachers at all because they're saying, this is how God is. This is how God is. God's yeah. like this. Yeah. And he's like, we don't know how God is. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. yeah exactly. And I kind of like that. Although I, I disagree with him to a certain extent, but yeah. like, yeah, I kind of like that mentality mentality right. because yeah, He's right in that God is so incomprehensible and that's why we need to trust him. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why we need to have faith in God because we're these tiny creatures that do not understand. But I, I, tr- I do trust that God is good and that he has got 
yeah. the world in his hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I do hang on to that yeah. 100%. I'll be like Ferrer, Father Ferrer in 10 years where you'll say something. <laughs> and I'll, come and I'll say, you? well, and I'll say like, I'll say something and I'll say like <laughs> our Lord. And then you'll say like, you said our Lord. And then I'll say like, probably not or something like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, where it's like, you be like, oh, maybe something's still there. Oh. <laughs> that's my best. That's my favorite moment in the movie. Almost. That's a great moment. It's him saying our Lord accident. But yeah. like, he said our Lord and then he's like, probably not. Probably not. Oh, <sighs> what a movie. We could almost do like the red letter media thing of like, except for like silence. Yeah. So we just have like 25 to 30 episodes on silence itself. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Like that's how, that's how deep that, that yeah. book is. Is there any other parts of your story that you want the podcast listeners to know? I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I've been like, oh, this episode's been nuts. If, if anyone ever, we're is, an hour and 40 if anyone's interested. They can just come ask me whatever they want, and I'll tell them. Yeah, why don't you guys email us your questions about yeah. the stuff that we left it, out? I probably didn't get into, like, yeah, millions of things, but I, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't relevant. This might have been a lot of things that we haven't said that we have probably should have a long time ago to kind maybe. of give an idea of. Or maybe we've said all of this stuff already. Or maybe we said all the stuff already, because I've noticed that I do that a lot. So um, either way, yeah. Either way, thanks for listening. Yeah, email us at closet conversations podcast at gmail.com and uh if you really want to get good information out of me just bring me a little alcohol and i'll <laughs> tell you whatever you need to know yeah we're cutting that out as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah my name's luke josh is giving off a lot of good vibes right now my name's josh we love you guys yeah yeah we love you we're uh we are really g- grateful that you listen. Yeah, anyone who listens, it's nice. It's, it's nice, really nice. nice to do that. There's no purpose that, of us doing this if yeah, you don't listen. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 I think so. Anyways, this was a horrible, <laughs> it was bad. horrible podcast, yeah. a horrible rendition of the I liturgist. really enjoyed it. I had fun. That's the alternative is maybe like I had a good time. I don't know why I was yelling into the mic the whole time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I feel like I was yelling too, but yeah. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Thanks for listening. Uh, see Goodbye. ya. Bye. Oh, my story is completely shaped by pain.